0: So imagine uh, being born with a death sentence only to find yourself many years later trekking across the Great Wall of China. I met Maddie Vanstone when she was just 12 years old, and that's when uh, this little powerhouse had to go to the province begging to help fund a life-saving drug that she needs to live. And the costs are just astronomical, uh, upwards of 300000 a year. Uh, Maddie was born with cystic fibrosis, and so she spent her life in and out of hospital since the age of eight months old. And at 12, she needed a double lung transplant. And eventually she did, thanks to help of a lot of media, um, was able to shame the province into covering those costs. And then, of course, she's now turning 18 soon, and she still needs this life-saving drug. So her time now is spent you know, raising money as well as awareness, giving back to others who have cystic fibrosis. And it's all part of this journey. And I was floored when I saw that this journey took her to the wall of China. Because when I met her those years ago, I don't even think that was in the realm of dreaming. She was that week while I spoke with Maddie Vanstone and her mom, Beth, just a little bit earlier. Tell me, Maddie, um, I don't think when we originally you know, started speaking that you would ever actually get to the point where you were climbing the wall of China. Tell me how the experience came to be. How did this happen for you?
1: Well, uh, sometime last year, the opportunity came up to go. Um, first, it was Peru and then plans changed to China to raise money for CF Canada, and I couldn't turn it down. Uh, it's a great cause. It's a great opportunity. And so I did it.
0: Yeah, you did it indeed. I mean, you know, at 12, you you were looking for a double double lung transplant, so you're not just the average climber. What's it like to climb the wall of China and to do so with cystic fibrosis? Talk, talk about that challenge for me.
1: Uh, very good. Uh, definitely I hit some hard points, but at the end of the day, we got to the top to me being on Kaleido and being able to do so. Um, it's very empowering. And mom, what was it
0: like for you to see Maddie? Uh,
2: it was, it was incredible looking at her from, um, hanging onto an icy pole prior to us, uh, fighting for Kaleido To seeing her trek, you know, six to eight hours a day on the Great Wall of China with hiking poles uh, was incredible. It must have been.
0: I mean, there are moments when, you know, Maddie has been fighting for her life over the 17 years. Um, It's been a life and death struggle for for you, Maddie. And certainly for you, Mom, it's just been a nonstop uh, concern and worry. And it doesn't go away because we don't yet have a cure for cystic fibrosis. But obviously... You give back, Maddie, an awful lot. What are you doing for the uh, cystic fibrosis?
1: I continue to uh, raise money and awareness. I try to take part in as many events as I can. I'm very involved in um, raising awareness over social media. Um, And I just try to get in there as much as I can.
0: And, you know, you are turning 18, and so a new challenge is born because you've had to fight for the medicine that you have. I mean, if you hadn't fought for it um, and had the media pressure not been up, I'm not sure if the province would have buckled and given in. And so now you're turning 18, and a new set of challenges now kicks in. Tell us about that.
1: I don't know what uh, awaits, but I'm pretty confident that whatever comes, um, my mom and I my family and I can get through it. Um, I think, you know, with my past and what I have done, um, anyone can do anything and everything is possible and we just have to keep fighting and staying positive.
0: And your health, how are you doing? I mean, take us through the journey. I mean, you're on this medication, Kaleidoco. It's very, very expensive. Mm -hmm. It has improved your life though. I mean, this is not something that you can live without, is it?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be here without Kaleidoco and Kaleiniko is the reason I got to go to China. Um, I'm doing incredible. I still have ups and downs, but I'm here, I'm fighting, and I'm feeling pretty good.
0: And Beth, what does the future look like? Are we hearing and starting to see any kind of trials as far as, are we ever going in this lifetime, and I hope certainly in Maddie's lifetime, are we going to see a cure for this?
2: I, I hope so. We um, we keep raising, we we speak at events all over Ontario, Um, spreading awareness and and working to um, let people know about CF and what we need to do. We're fighting now. There's um, the new national pharma care um, plan Mm -hmm. that's being introduced. May, um, you know, produce some challenges getting these new drugs into Canada for us. So that's something that we've started to advocate for and trying to inform uh, the public about because we're not sure that with this new plan that we'll actually be seeing a lot of these new drugs coming into Canada. So that's something that we're working on now um, to make sure that these those drugs are being developed and brought here too, and and that this new plan doesn't, you know make the cold medicines um, come in cheaper and and close the doors on rare disease medications.
0: Yeah, every once in a while we tell a story uh, like yours and Maddie's, where you know you wonder in a country like this why people have to fight for medication, and yet you have you've been successful and there's still a huge need because others are also fighting for medications. And how, Maddie, has your journey helped others?
1: Um, I think people seeing me fight at such a young age has um, kind of inspired others that, you know, you can do anything. You can, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how, how small you are. You can, You can get anything done. You just have to push and have a good group of people behind you.
0: Well, push you did, and you're quite a little fighter. I just got to ask, what was it like at that end moment when you completed that journey?
1: It was um, definitely emotional. I thought about all the friends lost to CF, but yeah. all the lives that are going to be saved one day, um, thanks to uh, the money being raised and the research going into finding new medications. So definitely emotional i was very proud of my mom and i for for doing it and yeah it was amazing
0: all right what's next for you what, what are you summiting next
1: <laughs> we shall see what comes along um <laughs> things kind of pop up along the way i don't know what's gonna come up down the road but i guess we'll let's see when the time comes
0: well, I was really excited to see the pictures and to see this journey and, uh, and, again, touch base with you. So both of you, Beth, Maddie, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Alex, thank you. And we want to say a big, huge thank you to, for, to you for supporting us on this way. You're a big part of why this happened for us and why we have Kaleido. And you're forever in our hearts, and we're forever grateful to you for that support. So thank you so much.
0: Now, if we can't have a platform to help, there's no point in doing what we do. So these are the stories that mean the most. And uh, we're just really happy to share this journey with you. So my thanks to you both.
2: Thanks, Alex.
0: Yeah, that is Beth and Maddie Vanstone. Uh, it was a real treat to meet them back in the day. And, of course, Christina Blizzard was actually the first to tell their story, so she also did a bit, a lot of work. But uh, Cystic Fibrosis Canada, uh, if you want to look into it and see if you can help. Maddie was trying to raise 20000 She has so far raised 26000 So way to go. Really impressive. And you know what I love about Maddie? is She doesn't feel sorry for herself. I've never, ever, ever known her to just sit back and feel sorry for herself. It's just always, what's the next step? What can we do? How can we help? She's a fighter.